Hello, Fuse. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back. Uh, tonight, my name is Meredith, by the way, if you are new to Fuse. Actually, I feel like I haven't done this in a while. Fuse family, can we please welcome with some noise and some applause those who are new to Fuse tonight? Come on. Welcome into the family at every campus if you're new. Uh, we're kind of crazy, so welcome to the fun. Uh, but tonight, if you are just joining us or if you haven't been back in a while, uh, we are actually in week nine of identity. That's right, nine. And candidly, we could talk about this for the next nine years and still have plenty to learn, but I get the, the privilege, nay, the honor to wrap up these nine weeks because next week we have something we've never done before. We're calling it United Night. It is next Wednesday. And let me tell you, so many of your friends are gonna get baptized next week um, here at Fuse. They're gonna tell their story. They're gonna be the preachers of the true gospel next week, so make sure you come, bring a friend, it's gonna be awesome, okay? So now down to business of tonight, I have no time to waste, so if you have a notebook, if you wanna take notes, go ahead and get them out, because we got to get going into week nine of identity. But before we talk about identity, I wanna talk about image, okay? Now image and identity are not necessarily the same. Your image is not necessarily your identity, and your identity is not necessarily your image, but how many of us know that so often, we can change our image by just changing our clothes. You know what I mean? To prove it, I have a few slides to, to point that out. Here's the first one, a little starter pack. Um, Visco Girl starter pack. Not fully sure what that means. I know Crocs are very comfortable. That's all I know. I also know that's technically, if you wear a Croc like that, that's having it in four-wheel drive. Um, so that way it is, you're ready to go. Um, so let's go to the next starter pack, soccer boys starter pack. Um, that hairstyle might be like early 2000s soccer boys starter pack, but still, you know, it's real. And then one more e-girl starter pack. Um, those shoes are actually pretty, pretty dope, but yeah, okay, you can take that down. Person who actually made those for me also made a Mare Knox starter pack. I was like, I'm not putting that up there because you're coming at me and I feel attacked. Um, one of them was just white feetless was one of the things. I was like, I like white feetless. But you know, even in seeing those images that you know that there is an image that is displayed. And if you want to change your um, image, all you have to do is change your clothes. The issue is, and this is where y'all need to lean in. Many of us are trying to change our identity by changing our image and it's just not working. Because your identity cannot be informed by your outside image. You cannot work from the outside in. True image is worked from the inside out. Your image cannot inform your identity. Your identity has to inform your image. Because there's certain things that, and that's what we've even been doing over the past eight weeks is trying to inform you of things that we want you to know about yourself, to receive that as the real you. And I'll just tell some of y'all, you can change your clothes how often you want. You can change the sports team you're on how often you want. You can change the um, image of a relationship how often you want. It's not gonna inform the identity that you actually want to believe about yourself. Identity starts from the inside out. And so that's what we've been trying to do the past eight weeks is inform your identity, but so that it can help change your image. Because what you start to believe about yourself should start to make its way to the outside of yourself. Anybody with me tonight across the state? What you start believing about yourself should start to make its way to the outside. 
And so I've expanded this phrase that we've been using the past few weeks to include one more term. And so I want you to write this down. Maybe this will look familiar to you. But true identity, it is in fact knowing. It is in fact receiving. But it's also displaying who God says I am. True identity is knowing, it is receiving, but then once you've done those two, there should be a display of the identity into an image of what you believe God says about you. So my, my call tonight, my invitation is I want to lovingly challenge many of us in the room tonight. So you came, you're here, are you ready to receive the challenge? Great even though only one person said it. Thank you, Taylor Bull, shout out. Um, let me tell you, you are displaying the image of a pregnant woman just so well, y'all. She is very with child and it looks amazing. Can't wait. All right, but here's what it says. You know, scripture calls us to display a certain image, to not just know certain things about ourselves, but to display a certain image. It says this in 1 Corinthians 15, 49. Just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, everybody say dust. We shall also bear the image of the man of heaven. Everybody say heaven. Y'all listen to me, Fuse. There is an image that you are born with from the beginning and is the image of the man of dust. It is an image that looks just like this world and all we can display is all that this world has to offer. Sin, death, Another uh, definition or translation of dust is actually dirty. That's the only image we can put on display. But once we receive Jesus, we get to display a new image. And that is the very image of the man of heaven. And so I wanna teach us tonight how to bear a different image based on what we've learned the past eight weeks. And I wanna start by telling you a story about my Mimi. I don't know what y'all call your grandma, your grandmother. Uh, I call my grandma Mimi. Anybody else have a Mimi at any campus? Yes. Listen, I love my Mimi. Actually, y'all be praying for my Mimi, please. Um, she's actually in the hospital right now, has been for a few weeks. They're trying to figure out what's wrong. But when I was growing up, anybody love to go back to school shopping? Like when you're about, you know, you gotta get the new fit. You gotta get the new shoes because you're trying to put something on display. Well, growing up, um, my Mimi used to take me to JCPenney. That's right because I was trying to get the good fit. But she, the, here's the deal. She would buy me new clothes every year for school, but the deal was I had to clean out some old stuff to make room for the new stuff. Here's what I'm here to tell you tonight. Many of us, you have known and received many of the things of God, but you have yet to put them on display because you won't clean out the old stuff so that you can wear the new stuff. Amen. And it's time to clear it out. Like this hoodie, I promise it was like $4 from this weird store in North Carolina that I don't want you to go to. But there's also memories tied to this hoodie. And I still, every like, every time I go through my closet, I keep putting it back in my closet because I just can't part with it because it's tied to certain memories and it's tied to certain beliefs about who I was. But the thing is, I can't put new things in the closet until I clear out old things. So it's time for many of us to take the old things, the old identity, and it's time to throw them in the trash. I always had a, uh, when it was time for school, my mom would put a box in my room and she's like, all right, this is the trash box. And once you say you're done, I'm gonna take it out. Many of you, because I've seen it at campuses, you've trashed identities over these eight weeks. I even, everybody look up at me at every campus. 
You have even, I've seen like in Clemson, the beautiful picture of y'all brought old identities to the front. You said, I'm not gonna live this way anymore. But the issue is you put it down during the invitation. Then once the fun music stopped, once the emotion was over, you snuck back up, took that old identity and took it home with you. You put it in storage, you didn't put it in the trash. Stop putting your old identity in storage to go back to when you're starting to feel uncomfortable in Christianity, leave it in the trash. Some of us are uncomfortable in Christianity because you're still trying to wear the old clothes that don't fit anymore. And those clothes do not fit in a new kingdom. You're new, you're a new identity. Trash the old clothes. It does not look good on you anymore. It is not cute, it is not powerful, it's not who you're made to be. It's time to trash it. But the good news is, once I trash the old stuff, Mimi had the new stuff. You know what I'm saying? Now this stuff ain't from JCPenney, but I ain't hating on JCPenney now. Get you some clearance deals. But you need to, do, to know that God has a beautiful spiritual wardrobe laid out for you that you are made to wear. And so I'm literally just gonna walk through the past eight weeks because I want to remind us of stuff that you learned over the past eight weeks. You knew it, you received it, you're not yet wearing it. You're not yet wearing it. And I wanna put it on display tonight so that you can know how to wear the things of God, how to put them on display. Because here's how we bear the image of God. We bear the image of God by wearing the things of God. We bear the image of God by wearing the things of God. We bear the image of God by wearing the things of God. So I'm gonna be a vlogger and I'm gonna do some unboxing for us. Um, I never understood how vloggers do that. How are you filming and also unboxing the box? Uh, so I'm gonna let other people film for me while I do this. Uh, the first thing, if you will, in our spiritual wardrobe starter pack, because listen, this is not an exhaustive list, but it is a very true list. There are more things than this that God gives us to wear to display his image. But the first one that we talked about the first week, let me get my box to unbox. This is a Gucci box. This is not mine. <laughs> I did not buy this, but I thought it was pretty awesome for us to unbox our new things that God invites us to wear. And there's actually not any Gucci things in here, but it's this word created. And if you were here the first week, you remember Caleb outlined for us that you and I were created that that is the identity you were meant to wear, that somebody, listen, somebody thought of you. Somebody imagined what your face could look like. Somebody imagined what your life could look like. And then Caleb even went on to say that God made everything and the first word that God spoke over creation was what word? Does anybody remember? Good. The very first word that God spoke over his creation was, he looked at it and he said, that is good. Young ladies, you heard this the first week, you are still not wearing the identity that God looks in you and says, that is so good. For you to look at yourself and demean yourself and compare yourself to other women is saying that God did not make you good enough and that is not true. He looks at you and says, that is so good. The parts that you hate about yourself, God looks at you and says, that is so good. People who have known and received this identity begin to display a character who knows that they are created, that they were not an accident. You are not an accident. 
God thought you up and put you in the perfect time that you should live. People who understand that they are created, hello, begin to display a life that shows they know their body is not their own. Do you hear me? When you understand that you are created and what a prize, what time God put into knitting you together, we can no longer live like our body belongs to us or to other people around us that we choose to hand it to. You're too good for that. You're way too good for that. Live dressed in a created identity because it's what you were meant to bear, amen? All right, we gotta keep going. My second box, anybody love Amazon? It's an issue. It's too easy to buy stuff. But in this box, this was the second week of our identity, and it's the word strong. The word strong. If you'll remember, I had a table and two chairs up here, and I was talking about how the very first thing that the enemy came after in Genesis was our identity who we believed God to be and, and who we believed ourselves to be to him. And we let the enemy just come all up in our face and just steal our good identity. But you need to hear everybody at every campus, you are strong. You are strong. You are strong enough to not succumb to the temptation that the rest of your friends succumb to. You are strong enough to believe more about yourself than the rest of culture around you. You are strong to stand firm in your identity, to stand firm in the truth that you believe, to stand firm in the salvation that you professed about Jesus and to not give up. To come into fuse or at your home or to drive in your car and to lift up your voice and to shout like some strong people who know as soon as you start to declare the goodness of God, he has to get up from out of your face. You are strong regardless of how, hey, I wanna say this too though, this does not mean that you cannot have hard days because God even has the beautiful promise that even when you feel weak, that's the perfect opportunity for his strength to come rushing in. Be strong enough to even admit when you don't feel strong to your fuse group. When that temptation's getting a little too powerful, you feel like you can't fight in your, on your own, get some people around you because you are stronger together, but you are strong. This is what you are meant to wear. This is the identity you are meant to bear. Amen? Amen. Come on, you're strong. But that's not the only thing you are. Uh, the next thing you are is in this box. This is Tori Birch. I've literally never worn anything from this location. Location? Store? Designer. Great. Designer. <laughs> I'm so stylish. Um, but in this box, the identity that we're meant to wear, ooh, this is one of my favorites, is child. I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all, there is no greater thing that God has ever called me than his kid. And this is a title that you can never grow out of and you can never graduate. This is the week that if you remember Dan Leanne came and he talked about the prodigal son and how the prodigal went away and blew all he had and then basically came back with his tail between his legs, scared that the father wouldn't receive him. But I wanna highlight this from that story. Do you know that the father never calls the son the prodigal? The father never says prodigal son. 
When the son comes back, you know the only title he gives to the son? This son of mine. He claims him as his own again. And so many of you, maybe even over the past eight weeks, I'm feeling this really strong right now, so you need to listen to me. You've made some decisions that do not display the image of God that you say you carry inside of you. But you need to hear that whatever you have done, whatever you feel like you have blown, whatever decision you have made, the inheritance that God gave to you, you feel like you just went and spent it all. You come running back to the Father again and again and again and again. And the only thing he will look you in your eyes and call you is child of mine. That is my kid. Yeah, you can clap. Come on, man, that's good. Some, hey, some older volunteers, you need to be reminded of this again. We can never get, can we please never educate and podcast and book read our way out of what it means to just come to God like a child? I think the enemy sometimes fills our heads so full of knowledge so that the spirit has no space to fill up. Come again like a kid. This is the identity you were meant to bear, that you were meant to show. You're his kid, and he loves his kids. But we gotta keep going. To the Yeezy box. I wish these were mine. They are my roommates. I say, yo, let me borrow that box. And if the Holy Spirit so moves you to give me your shoes, it is what it is. I'm just saying, Jesus was generous. Um, but in this box, the identity that we have is purposed. Purposed. This is the week, if you remember, Chancey Stuckey. Y'all remember Chancey Stuckey? Because he has the coolest name in the world. He's a former NFL player. He is now a Clemson football, football coach. Go Tigers. Um, and he came and he shared his story of how God had to show him that his true purpose in life was not just a sport, it was not just to carry a ball, uh, but he was created, Ephesians 2 says, to do good works that God had prepared beforehand. Many of y'all need to be reminded that you were created with a great purpose, purpose. People who understand their identity who have known and received their identity, that they are purposed, walk into schools differently. Let me stand up. Y'all ain't listening. When you know what purpose you have and what God has written inside of you, school should not just be another day to get through. Because when you have the spirit of God living inside of you, you never know when heaven might just break out around you. I'm being serious. When you walk through your hall, listen, I know school can be a lot and teachers are a lot and some people are a lot, but when you're walking through the halls, you should, if you, are, if you have been saved by Jesus Christ and you now have his spirit living inside of you, when we walk down the halls of our schools or the, or the roads of our towns, we should walk with our eyes up and our ears open to the Holy Spirit telling me, hey, I want my kingdom to break out in the life of that young man right there. Why don't you go up to him and say, hey, can I pray for you? Well, that's awkward. Yeah, until something happens, until that person starts to cry and break because you speak identity over them. They were wondering if anybody saw them and then you come up in obedience to the Holy Spirit because you're walking in your purpose that you are meant to bring the kingdom to earth and it just breaks out in your hallway. That's the identity. That's what you're meant to put on display. My friend Erica, you should go, what's your blog? 
What's your thing? EricaMcClintock.com. I just made that up. Google it. You'll get to it. She has all these shirts that she made that you can put any city you want on there that says as Anderson as it is in heaven, in Columbia as it is in heaven, in Greenwood as it is in heaven, in Hilton Head as it is in heaven. Maybe you need to literally wear that so you're putting it on display in your school to remind yourself. Because then people will walk up and be like, what's it mean uh, in Columbia as it is in heaven? And you're like, dang it. Now I have to actually tell you about my faith in Jesus. You're literally giving yourself a challenge on your chest. Go buy it. She'll give you a discount. That's not true. Give her extra money. But your purpose, that's the identity you're meant to bear. Come on now. That is good stuff, but we gotta move on. What's my next box? Nike. Anybody like Nike more than Adidas? Cool. <laughs> I like whatever is on sale. So this box, ooh. Y'all ready? Somebody said no. I respect your honesty. This box has man or woman. Did anybody like the night where you here when we split up guys and girls and y'all got to hear your own individual teaching from a man and a woman of God? Amen. Do you know that if you were created as a man, that that was God's very good idea? Do you know that if you were created as a woman, that that was God's very good idea? And that he made us male and female on purpose because that is the way that he displays his glory to the world? How amazing is that? Listen, you need to hear, if God made you a man, it's because he, as he created you, he said, nobody can display my glory to the world like this young man can. And if he made you a young woman, then it was because as he created you, he said, no one on earth can display my glory like this young woman can. Whatever image he created you as, whatever confusion, please talk to us, we wanna talk to you. But he made us male and female as his good idea to display his glory to the world because if he only made one, that's only half of the display of his face. But both together are a display of the glory of God. He made you a man to display his glory to the world or he made you a woman to display his glory to the world. It's the image you're made to bear, that you're meant to bear. But then man and woman together he put in an Hermes, Hermes bag. Don't let me do any endorsements for any of these things. He didn't actually do that. Um, but this other word, this identity we're meant to bear is the word united. In a world seemingly deemed to tear each other apart, the church was meant to the, display the unity of our God. Man and woman operating together. It is when men and women start to operate together in a unity that the true image of God is displayed. When we understand the true identity of our brothers, young ladies, they become more than dating opportunities and they become sons of the kingdom that we're meant to partner with to display his glory to the world. Young men, when ladies become more than dating opportunities and someone to put on display to the rest of your guy friends, when we are actually united in the mission to take the kingdom to the world, that is when God is put on display. That's when manipulation stops. Girls, you know we manipulate situations. I just really want to go to this soccer game later. 
oh, really? Are you interested in soccer now? I'm 100% interested in soccer now. I love soccer so much. Name one soccer position. Soccer ball. That's <laughs> like, uh-uh. You, there's a guy there that you like. I've done it. Didn't work. <laughs> there's a guy there. There's a guy there that you like and you're trying to manipulate the situation to possibly run into him because you just got your hair done and if you possibly run into each other, then his eyes might just land on you in the middle of the game and on the sign that you made and it might just be love that lasts forever. That is exhausting. And you don't have to manipulate situations when you have a God who already pre-planned and purposed for you. Young men, this is also where demeaning stops to women around you. When you realize that that hole inside of your heart can never be filled with the litany of lists of girls that you just accumulate. It's leaving you emptier. No, it's not. Okay. But I believe we are meant to live united. Sons and daughters of God taking the kingdom to the world. It's a lot less exhausting too. All right. Next on the list is this gray box. And candidly, it was the only other box I could find at my house and I have no idea what this says, but some shoes were bought in it. But the next item of identity is alive. Alive, I am alive. This was the week um, where we talked about it meant being dead to sin and alive to Christ. People who know and have received their alive identity are no longer okay with apathetic and asleep Christianity. You said you profess Jesus as Lord and now you're walking around like you're asleep in Christianity. It's spiritually impossible. When you receive Jesus, he makes you alive. You can't hold in this relationship that you've gotten, the image that you're meant to display. Listen, even when you get, y'all know when you get a new outfit or a new pair of shoes, you can't wait to put them on and go to school and show everybody. Even if you're quiet about it, you put those shoes on, but you walk into school different like, so, hey, yeah. <coughs> oh, I just gotta tie my shoe. No. When you receive something that you really like, that was very valuable, you can't wait to go into the world and be like, check out my new swag. If God has made you alive, why can we not wait to go into our schools and our families and put on display what God has bought for us? Amen. Come on, you're alive. I'm bored in Christianity. That is not God's fault because God is not boring. You're alive, come alive. Live in that right identity, it's what you're meant to display. That doesn't mean you have to walk around and like be a personality that you're not or be a hype man when you're not supposed to be a hype man. You be you, but there should be some like angst in your soul to act alive to the people around you to display the gospel. Wake up. It's the identity you were meant to bear. But not only that, I have an anthro bag. This bag itself cost $48, I'm just kidding. If you don't, want anthrop if you don't know what anthropology is, good. <laughs> but in this bag, what I have is conqueror. 
Can we honor Dalton Coker for the message that he brought last week to us at Fuse? If you weren't here, honor him anyway with some applause. Greenville, you know you got a gift in him. People who have received Jesus Christ and now know that they are more than conquerors no longer act like victims to all of their consequences, excuse me, circumstances. Nor are they tossed around like the wind based on their feelings. Mm -mm. I love how Dalton taught us last week through the story of David and Goliath that you are more than a conqueror. You are following the God who literally defeated sin and death and now has secured victory that is your inheritance in Jesus' name. You win. Walk around like it. Act like sin has no dominion over you because it doesn't. You are a conqueror, more than a conqueror, a victor, someone who receives the victory of Jesus Christ that he secured by his shed blood and his resurrection on the cross and now is seated at the right hand of the Father because he wins, which means you and I do too when we receive him. This is a great identity to walk around and bear to a world who seems to wanna celebrate their wounds when I know a God who says, by my wounds are you healed. Listen, there are real wounds out there, but I'm here to tell you if you submit those wounds to Jesus Christ and you submit those wounds to trusted friends around you and see the healing of heaven come into your life, you can then walk around like a conqueror and stop reopening them to put on display to the world. You're a conqueror in Jesus' name. And then last but not least, and this is best of all, and this is the ninth week, so this is my night, how I'm gonna wrap up. The greatest identity, the greatest display that God has called us to wear is the image of Christ himself. The image of Jesus Christ himself. Y'all, look what it says in um, Romans 13, 14. This is crazy to me. In Romans 13, 14, it says, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Just look at that for a second. How crazy is it that the God of the universe would invite us to wear his very identity? How crazy is it that the God who came in the form of man, who never sinned, not once, who loved people like nobody's ever loved people, who served people like nobody's ever served people, who quieted the religious and the astute, who elevated the poor and the downcast, the one in his 33 years, just 33 years, the Bible says, was everything to be written down that Jesus did. None of the books could contain the depths of what he's done. And then God invites us to put on the identity of that man, that God. This is your identity fuse. I hope this is encouraging to you tonight that God has invited us to bear the very image of Jesus Christ. And so here's what I hope you know as a result of this whole series, that when you receive Jesus, you do not just receive his salvation, you receive his identity. Not some of his identity, not little amounts of his identity, not secondhand hand-me-downs of his identity, his identity, how the Father saw Jesus, now the Father sees you.
pure and righteous and whole and holy, purposed and powerful, strong, sent on a mission to be able to quench the schemes of the enemy and walk forward in power and purpose to see his kingdom come and his will be done here on the earth. That's what God has invited us to in this identity series. That's what he invites you to. So my question is tonight, with all my, this looks like after Christmas morning when you just like rip into everything. What are you not yet wearing that God purchased for you to put on? Remember these last eight weeks, you've, you've known, you've identified some of those things. Let's trash the old identities and leave them for good tonight so that we can put on the good and right identity that God has purchased for us through Jesus Christ. Trash that old stuff, it doesn't fit you anymore. Because God's got a beautiful wardrobe secured for us. So here's what I wanna do as we wrap up. If you will close your eyes across every room at every campus. I'm gonna pray, but then we're just gonna enter into some quietness because we've had nine weeks of this. And I know there's still some deep identity work that the Holy Spirit wants to do. So right now, like, try your best not to mess with your friend or look at your phone or even look at your notes. Quiet yourself, quiet your mind. And ask God to speak to you. What identity do I still need to wear, God? What lies am I still believing about myself? And as we do that, we're gonna respond locally at every campus, but we just wanna leave some space for you to talk to the Father. So I'm gonna pray for us, and then you take that little bit of time. Father, by the power of your Holy Spirit, speak now. Help us to trash old identities that do not fit us anymore so that we can be clothed in the right identity that you purchased for us in Jesus' name. Call up power, call up purpose, clear eyes, open ears to see clearly and to hear rightly. We receive now. We receive, Holy Spirit, help us. In Jesus' name, amen.